0: to the Leadership Live podcast, a conversational podcast with community members aiming to motivate, challenge, and inspire you to lead. Now, here are your hosts, Vanessa Bennett and Trey Darnell. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Leadership Live. I'm Trey Darnell here with co-host Vanessa Bennett. Vanessa, how are you?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm good. We are here with the newest executive director of Visit Kingsport Franklett how are you good how are you all doing great can you uh first we're glad to have you here but can you tell us a little bit about your new job if you know enough about it yet
2: no yes
1: you <laughs> <laughs> had uh, to think about that
2: um, one no it's uh what a great privilege and honor to get to do it you know i've been here for for a little over 18 years so i think i know what i'm doing we'll see you know it's it's, it's a team effort what is visit kingsport and what all falls underneath it so you've got you know, visit kingsport kind of our main goal for tourism heads and beds recruiting special events to get people to spend the night, then you've got... Underneath that, several branches, Fun Fest, Downtown Kingsport Association, Hunter Wright Stadium Management, along with ownership of Kingsport Axemen, Downtown Concert Series, Independence Day, Red, White, and Boom. Did I miss any? Oh, I've,
1: yes. There's probably a gazillion <laughs>
0: more.
2: The Red, White, and Boom was fantastic last year. The pictures and I think they had a drone
0: that did some footage. That was phenomenal. i
1: have still not caught up on that one.
0: And I noticed you didn't say anything about
2: helping out in carpool line. No, but I am well versed. <laughs> My school's got it down, though, I feel like. Washington's got it going on.
0: On. We talked about the events uh, that fall under the visit Kingsport umbrella, but your predecessor, Judd Teague, retired. I thought it was interesting that he was your baseball coach and teacher in high school. Uh, was he a better coach, teacher, or boss? Coach, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> which kind of translates to all those, right? It really um, does. You know, it was funny. He was he was my biology teacher, believe it or not, which is not usually what happens when a coach is a science teacher as well but great teacher he was the fun teacher you know we on fridays once every six weeks as long as everybody did their thing we got to play playstation and xbox or whatever we had 28 years ago or however long that was but but being the science teacher we also learned about rocks as we all lined up as a class on the foul line and picked them up off the baseball field so he sounds like coach klein from (laughs) sullivan (laughs) South. Um, but yeah, Judd had obviously a ton of success in, in all the things he's done especially his coaching career um, I was telling a story recently my last two years of high school we were top 25 in the state at Powell High School in, in Knoxville my senior year we were, we were I think we finished top 5 in the state or top 7 something like that but just um, knowledge of the game was was very cool and he also coached basketball too and football
0: so how does it feel being a former baseball player? How does that relate to bringing baseball tournaments into King Sport and filling
2: up hotels and restaurants? Is there any connection? Definitely having knowledge of the game and how it works helps run, especially when we're doing college events. Where we take all of it seriously, but the college events are a little more serious in that there's a deadline of when they have to be done and they can't be rained out. You know, you kind of have to have that knowledge of looking at the weather and not pulling pulling everybody off the field too soon, and having a little bit of you know idea of what's going on in the game when you could wait a little bit. You don't want to burn somebody's pitcher too early if you don't have to, and, and balancing that equality so that there's some integrity left in the game, but also keeping the customers happy, so to speak. How many fields do we have in Kingsport? There is eight at Domtar, four at Brickyard, uh, plus the Miracle Field. And then you've got Hunter Wright Stadium, J. Fred. Now the field at Tribe Athletic Complex... um, DB has a softball field as well, but in the Highlands, I think that covers all of the ones that we operate. And then, you know, you get to the number of gyms, there's 12, 13, 14 gyms within a five-mile radius in Kingsport, especially when we put our two portables in Meadowview. So
1: Frank has been here ever since I have, and our paths probably cross more now than they ever have. But when we first started working closely together is when we were raising money and designed this building. (laughs) Frank became and still is my partner in crime, anything with this building. We got to pick out how it was going to be laid out, where we wanted things. Now, if anything breaks or we want to change stuff, we still handle those things. So it's kind of like our home away from home. So. That was always fun, but now we also get to all these events that they do. Our leadership programs provide volunteers for these, so, which is I think is fantastic. But one thing that I want Frank to highlight, they do bring all these tournaments here, which is great because it's the heads and beds, but money from these tournaments and such also goes back to our school system. Can you talk about a little bit about that, Frank? I think you have a dollar amount that's pretty phenomenal.
2: Yeah. So everyone across the country who does what we do, they're all envious of how we have it set up here. Some have tried to mimic it. I don't know that anyone has it down as good as we do, but this was started before me and we've just expanded upon it. But what happens is in lieu of paying a facility rental to the school system, we started with doing a cut of proceeds that gets buying from the coaches, the parents. It's better than doing fundraisers for them and and takes the place of a fundraiser. So you empower those coaches to be the facilities directors. We still operate the tournament. They're just our right-hand men and women, if you will. And throughout the years, we've continued to do that with Kingsport City Schools, Sullivan County Schools, Kingsport Parks and Recreation, and a number of other organizations throughout the region that have helped us do things. But Just for the school system alone, Kingsport City Schools, since nineteen eighty nine, we've donated over a million dollars back to the school system. You know, wrestling in particular has has been very successful as of late, especially. That's why they have a whole bunch of their own logoed mats, lots of cool gear and and the cool translation of that is it started with Buzzy Mann when he was the coach there and now Wesley Edelet. But the more you put into that program, all of a sudden you guys all probably know, I mean past couple of years, Wesley's teams have been going to the state and they've been winning things. And it just goes into the support for the program. And, and that started with Buzzy and, and his efforts with Visit Kingsport. So, That part of it's really cool of how it kind of comes full circle and and gives back to the community.
0: That's impressive. But I want to jump back to you two designing this
2: building. I love the building, but I'm curious if there's one thing for each of you that you would do different. I just asked Miles this question the other day. So I have have my two top favorite answers, but I'll let Vanessa go first. And and just full disclosure for for us and the listeners, it was concrete and steel beams and aluminum beams a lot of times when Vanessa would come over here. And then you know it was like watching your house be built if you've ever went through that process like Mm -hmm. oh the drywall guys came this week or oh the wiring's in the ceiling now and it's just truly we know what's behind the walls and it's it's cool and sort of weird and creepy at the same time
1: well uh, before i answer that question i remember had an unfortunate incident oh gosh probably nine years ago when somebody actually broke into the building
0: Mm. is this Um, the story of the eastman board yes
1: it was very unfortunate guy was impaired he didn't know where he was at lots of damage to that corner of the building and I remember Miles called me very early in the morning. It was like six o'clock in the morning and I knew something was wrong. And he said somebody's broke in. And I remember walking into this place and I felt like it was my home. I felt like somebody had, you know, they'd got on my territory and it, it was you've realized how quickly This place is home. You spend more time
2: here than you do at your
1: house. For sure. (laughs) But you truly love it. So you've got to. But if I had to change things, one thing that I wish we had, number one, is a stove. That's been a a big thing with different events we've got going on. If we have caterings or staff things. And we actually talked about that, but that was a whole different expense with the the hood. And I just thought put a stove in there. But apparently you can't do that in a (laughs) public building like this. But. That was one. I think the outdoor space, I wish we could have had a bigger space out there to be able to do things because that place is utilized and I wish we could have developed on that one a little bit. Those are the two things that I wish we had. I think you don't realize how much this place is used and I don't know how we did what we did at the old building. Love the history of it there but what we're able to accomplish here and let other people use the space too which is phenomenal. So I can't wait to hear yours. Mine
2: are not even close to that. So that's awesome. What are they? You're going to, the first one you're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to cuss. I hope that's okay. Mm-hmm. The damn column in the boardroom.
1: That column's got to go. And we tried. <laughs> Amen. So we, in fact, we've had many people try to get that out, but. For some reason, they think they need to hold up the second and third floor so it won't work. But that column is a nuisance. We tried to make it pretty, but it just it gets on your nerves, especially when you're trying to do a setup. So, yes, I, I approve that one as well.
2: It's almost like we should have put the boardroom over here. As yes. I know nobody can see what I'm pointing, but over here yes. and move the offices and went that way. Yes. But- and then the other one's probably more just been a pain for me and, and our team. For the most part, other people use it too. But so if you go to the back, I don't know if you've been back, there's a garage door. And then we had this massive roll-up garage door that is amazing. And then what did we do to bring it into the storage? A three-foot walk door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you don't think about it until you're rolling a dolly full of six boxes of FunFest t-shirts, and you're like, and you're hitting the door jams, and they're like, what did we do? We got it it this far, but we can't get there. (laughs) So, those are my two functional things Mm -hmm. that just drive me bananas. But besides that, I mean, there's... We got a lot of things right.
1: It's, we are a model across the state um, in this, the partnership that the city, the Kingsport City Schools and your Kingsport Chamber had to build this building is phenomenal. And the relationship we were able to have with Kingsport City Schools, there's people that showcase themselves here in the building. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Very proud of
2: it. It's a game changer. When You bring mm-hmm. somebody in this place, mm-hmm. they get it. You're know, like, the, we're, we're taking this serious. And that's... I'm just trying to get a key fob as right? much as I'm here. I just want to be able to fob in when I'm I ready. I know a guy that takes care of
0: that. So we're going to give you a <laughs> exactly. hard question. All right. If you were to write an autobiography, what would the title be? Look what I did.
1: Oh, I like it. Okay, rapid five <laughs> questions. What is your dream car?
2: That's a tough one. I didn't start off good. Let's go Lamborghini. I always wanted one when I was a kid. There you go. What do you eat for breakfast? Not much. Coffee.
1: Coffee. Mm, breakfast of champions. Um, <laughs> this one, you can tell that Trey wrote this. I'm going to read what it says. Who is your favorite NCAA football team? University of Tennessee Volunteers is not an allowed answer on Leadership Live. He is a Florida Gators fan, so that's why that's on there. So, who is your favorite NCAA football team?
2: Outside of the University of Tennessee Volunteers, Mm -hmm. the number one team. You know, I paid a lot of money there, so I kind of got to get some obligated. Yeah, that's a tough one. That is a good question. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm, yeah. Florida Gators are always an option. It's my mother-in-law's team. Holidays have not been good until recently. she yeah, talk a lot of smack. Exactly. You know, I'll go with my wife's school. University of Central Florida.
1: That's a good answer. Blue or red?
2: In what reference?
1: Mm. <laughs> Blue or red? Purple. There you go. Mix them together. Godfather or Star Wars?
2: Godfather, which is weird because I love Star Wars, but...
1: Well, I always love having Kingsport Chamber staff on. Frank and I do a lot of things together. It never ceases to amaze me what we get ourselves into. Past few weeks, especially just getting some transition things done and planning for events in the summer, like now. It's the weirdest conversation sometimes, but it's a heck of a lot of fun.
0: Frank, congratulations on being the new executive director of Visit Kingsport, and thanks for being on the podcast. We'll see everybody next Friday. Thank you for listening to this week's Leadership Live podcast, a partnership between Kingsport leadership programs of your Kingsport chamber and Honda Kingsport. Leadership Live is available wherever you get your podcasts.